Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. All right, John. We just uh, figure out. We'd love to start the Heffron and Reap show, but we're just trying to figure out the password. And mm. I don't know it. Is wait. This, wait, no. This is it is, on my computer or your computer? Wait, wait is that your, that's your U-Porn? That's yeah, it's a vampire, Sam. You, you got to hit the caps lock. Caps lock. Uh, okay, we're right, back, back. We are in, everybody. John Heffron, the comedian John Heffron. Hi, it's John Heffron. Even though everything I have online says the word comedian, it's because there's another IT John Heffron. Hope that guy's uh. doing well. I don't know him. Uh, John Reap is on the other end of the interwebs. Yeah, uh, comedian the, John Reap. At the, uh, at yeah, and this is uh, Heffron and Reap episode. That's debatable. We could go. <laughs> we we could go with episode four or five. We're on episode whatever. All I know is it's right. uh, episode inconsistent. Is is right. the number just because we're not you know, consistently like like. I think I'm just actually trying to look right now. I think this would be episode 55 if we're going legacy like the, all of uh, Heffern and Reap. Or if we're going the new wave, it would be episode three. Let's just I go. believe. Let's just, it's episode three. You know? <laughs> okay. why, not, why not just start over? Just it's a new, It's a new thing, right? If, the- if you're on Weight Watchers and you get X amount of points a week... You know, it doesn't uh, can, can illuminate. What does it mean? Can, what does it mean when you start collecting? Col, col, Cultivate? Culminate. I mean, Cult, it, culminate. Culmi- I think it's culminate. Culminate. Yeah. So at the end, at the start of the new week, you're back at zero anyway. So that's, that's right. It. So we'll just here uh, we are. Yeah, we'll just do it that way. I wonder if we could get a hold of Oprah. Right, she's in charge of Weight Watchers. She is. She she bought it out, and that's her thing now. So you know the the always very uh, thin Oprah, now the spokesman for Weight Watchers. So um, I, I never if, understood that uh, Weight Watchers. I know a lot of people on it, and it's basically you get points for food, and then you have a, a little barcode, and you point the barcode at whatever food you're eating. And then it tells you how many points it's worth, and you get X amount of points a day or a week, and you have bonus points to booze it up or whatever. Um, but to me, that seems like that's currency, like those points mm-hmm. you get, because the people who do it really pay attention to those points, and that's how you get healthy. Um, and you don't you don't want a lot of points. It's like golf, right? You're not looking to rack up a high score with points. You want the low score. Is that what you're saying? You're only allowed X, uh, however amount of points, and that's it. So if you you can eat them all oh, in one one meal, but you're that's it for you. So you learn how to all spread right. them out, like throughout the course. So for example, maybe every day you're allowed a hundred points. Yeah, um, but then twenty four hours. Yeah, that might even be yeah. And then, but you have whatever breakfast you have is 32 points. And then now you mm-hmm. have, but they don't give you a hundred. I think it's like in the twenties. So chicken, oh, yeah. chicken is like three or four points and fruit and vegetables are zero. But if you want a cocktail, that's three points. But what I'm trying to say is I wonder if Oprah, I mean, I don't know her. I don't know anyone who knows her. 
Um, but what what if people got an extra three points from like listening to our podcast? You know how many people we'd get? We we probably have the most listened to podcast. Uh, or what world. you mean to say, I think, is you want them to receive negative three points so no, that they can actually. Them, you want to give them points, and that way they have three extra points to use on whatever they want. You know, mm-hmm. it's like coupons. Okay. Like if you're at the uh, at the fair or something, and you're playing skeet ball, and tickets are popping yeah. out. You so you st- yeah. and then you want to buy a prize. You have X amount of skeet ball tickets, but they yeah, Heffernan those- and Reap. We are delicious and nutritious. There, um, yeah. If you're playing, I like it. Like skeet ball and have ever just be at a place, or you're playing at David, and you walk by and you just hand somebody. Like you have all those tickets because he's like, I'm not gonna cash these in. You give it to some kid. Yeah. Um, so that's basically what we're doing. I'll try to get on that. I'll try to, uh, I'll Instagram <laughs> DM Oprah and I'll tell you what she says. John, have you ever had to return something that you bought on Amazon? I have. And, and uh-huh. I have, but I have a whole, I have a whole thing full of stuff that I was too lazy to. Okay. This is, all right. This is what I've done. I went, I was looking for a cool, backpack cooler that was waterproof so if i i could keep my drinks in this cooler and it would be cold right um but if i were to drop it in a lake or something uh and i had a cell phone in there it would be protected so that's what i was looking for and i've seen them i've seen people with these before and i thought like let me just get one on amazon and so i went on amazon and here's my keyboard noise Okay. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> okay, so you're, and, you're and Here's Amazon, and I went to backpack. Ooh. Right. Enter. And then I was, uh, <laughs> I found one, and it looked really cool. And, I, and like an idiot, I thought, well, let me get the most expensive one, because then I'll know that it's the best one. So I got like a $110 backpack cooler sent to my house and it looks cool. But right away I was angry. It doesn't have a handle on the top. So this is on the side. So if you, when you put the backpack on, you got to get down like this. I like a handle on top as well as the backpack. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about straps. Yeah. 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 So I did some of that. And the zipper was so thick and hard to zip and it ha- i guess it has to be that way in order for it to be waterproof that i mean it took every muscle in my arm to get the zipper open and shut and i gave it a day or two of like well maybe it'll get loose and i had to return it because i wasn't going to use it but i've never returned anything on amazon I, like i'm the kind of guy as soon as you get a gift from amazon or whatever I throw everything away and get rid of the box. I'm like, okay, well, this is here now. And I'm never going to, I don't want to have to go to the post office or a FedEx and take all that crap back. It's a pain in the butt. Um, have you ever had to do that? Or I, do you just get lazy and say, well, I'm going to keep it forever now? I keep it forever, but I know people that just return, even if it's, uh, you know, they ordered 12 toothbrushes in the wrong, the wrong color or in the toothbrushes mm-hmm. that they'd return to get their own. Amazon is pretty good about returning stuff, but now with COVID and stuff, I want the least amount of touching those boxes as possible. Once I open them well, and, and thing, I'm kind of yeah. done. And it just seems, I don't know. It just seems like so I was much. Happy, 
I was happy to discover that you could actually, you don't even have to go to the post office or to a FedEx or a UPS. Um, they have an option now that you could take it to like a store. Like it's called Kohl's. Do you guys have Kohl's up there? Yeah, you have that. They have, that's some weird Kohl's. I don't understand Kohl's because I don't understand Kohl's cash. <laughs> but 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 go on. I don't understand it. Right. Well, I didn't buy it at Kohl's. I bought it on Amazon. But apparently you can take things back at Kohl's. Maybe they partnered with Amazon. But I thought, oh, well, that's a little bit more convenient for me. I don't have to get the box back out. It says just, you know, show us a little QR code that you did when you bought it online and, and bring the merchandise. I went in there. I was in there maybe five minutes tops, got my money back. It was actually a great experience, which makes me think I'm going to buy everything on Amazon now. And and if I don't like it, I know now I can just go to Kohl's. It's a, it was a pleasant experience. What uh, isn't that weird that now some uh, companies' business models are just let's just make it so people can return things, so they can give us mm. back things that they don't want. Yeah, like did Kohl's give you cash? Like so if they no if they, they if it was fifty bucks, you didn't get fifty bucks cash from Runo. No, what what they did was they took a little scanner and hit my phone with the QR code, and it, the money went right back into Your, my credit card. Uh, so I, apparently, they the Amazon has bought Kohl's. Apparently, um, but immediately, immediately, I go, "Well, thank you for doing that, Kohl's. Hey, while I'm here, do yeah. you happen to have any backpack coolers?" And they go, "No." I go, "Oh well, yeah. bye." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, because if you were getting cash back, that would be a thing. That's how people would get, um, you know, money, like physical cash oh. money off of their credit card. I remember when I was in college, I think, or high school. We were pretty young. Somebody had their parents' a gas station card. Um, right. So I don't even know. I sound super old, but I don't even know if, you know, there. I'm sure there was one credit card for everything, but or... I think you had to have that store specific credit card. I'm yeah, not, I'm yeah not, like a shell. Yeah, gas card. so it was like a shell gas card. And one summer day, I don't know, even, I don't even remember. So long ago, we were going somewhere. We needed money, and then the kid goes, "Well, I'll pump gas and I'll get cash for it." So what he was doing, he'd go up to cars and say, "Hey, I'll pump gas and I'll put it on my parents' credit card if you just give me cash." And I remember him doing that people giving us money and then we went off to whatever concert we're going. But now that I'm even saying that out loud to you, one who would let a kid that to <laughs> me would totally sound like a Nigerian scam, right? Like yeah. Prince, you know, like just a little kid yeah. coming up to you going, let me buy your gas. There's nothing shady about this at all. And just give me, right. look, they would, the bill was 20 bucks. Give me, um, you know, give me 20 bucks cash. Yeah, did that work? It totally worked. Like I, I don't, I don't have a story in my head of us uh, getting busted. I think time. the kid got trouble. I, I think you know that bill comes through, and back then, parents probably. I mean, I'm sure. So he just wanted, he just wanted cash because I think you could use the gas card to go inside, buy snacks, anything out of shell you could buy. Yeah, but you couldn't get cash back, and he just wanted the cash for those striper tickets. Right. Right. Yeah, that that's what we're going to see. We're going to see Striper and DC Talk and a Amy Grant opened. Uh but yeah. Oh but, yeah. Uh um Striper. That band. To hell with the devil. What I mean, they were big. 
Didn't they, they dress big. like Wasp? Like, like, weren't they? Yeah. Weren't their team colors like? Oh, I should have asked that question. Yellow and Dang black, it. weren't they? Weren't they the same? Yeah. They were. They wore yellow and black because they were fans of like. Uh, Van Halen had a guitar that had stripes on it that were yellow and black, and then they started dressing like yellow and black. And then uh, they were called Rock, Roxy. Rock, they, were, they were called something before Striper. And then they changed their name to Striper because they started wearing the stripes. But I forgot there was already a band. Was it called Wasp? Was Is Wasp a band? I think Wasp was, yeah. Right? During all now, that. Now, Wasp would make more sense to be yellow and black to me. Or I don't you know, know. I could be wrong with Striper, you know, but I no, have an Striper image of had- of a album cover or something where everybody's in super tight eighties, but all dressed mm-hmm. the same. I could be completely wrong. No, you're right. They Striper did dress in yellow and black stripes, but now I'm mad at myself for not asking this question. The band Wasp is it a band? Did they wear yellow and black? Okay, well, that would make well, yes. There was a band called Wasp. Yeah, I remember uh, that logo, or somebody had a T-shirt on. But Wasp, see this, Wasp should have talked to Striper and said, "Look, give us the yellow and black outfits. We're Wasp. This makes more sense for us. Yeah, you have the stripes, and you're called Striper, but they don't have to be yellow and black. How about red and black stripes?" You know, they should have made a deal there. Yeah, because if you were going, yeah, pick an animal. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say that would be that would be the, that would be the cool move. And Striper should have done that if they were the Christian band that they say they are. That would have been the Christian thing to do. Right. Is, right. Is, is, but but they. Be, be I guess service. that conversation never happened because uh, they went on to do uh, yellow and black stripes on a lot of stuff. I just talked to that guy for an episode of my podcast, the lead singer. Uh, episode of Country-ish. By John yes. Reed. By the way, congratulations. I saw the World Federation Podcasting Association, and uh, Country-ish was Congratulations pretty... to us, buddy. Yeah, that was it was pretty high up there on the list. I mean, we beat out a lot. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there, a lot of podcasts yeah. turning making dollars and uh, I think people saw through some of the hype and some of the fluff that is a lot of podcasts and I appreciate them just getting down to the uh, nitty gritty and just seeing what matters you know well you know it's the world podcasting federation okay that's that's a tough one for those people who yeah yeah for those people who don't know what that is um it's a uh, it's made up by a consortium of podcasters and media specialists from around the world, yeah. and they're committed to ranking the best podcasts available on the internet. And the rankings are based on many many important statistical algorithms and calculations that are just too complicated to explain. So yeah, we don't want to bore. Everybody. There's a lot of factors in this algorithm. You know, it's not about like maybe who's getting the most downloads or listens there's something else going on here with this algorithm but thank you uh whoever is running the world podcasting federation yeah who is uh do you have the list in front of you oh yeah Um, Um, number one is heffern and reap isn't that crazy yeah Uh, number two i didn't i i I knew we were number one i just didn't want to be like and we're number one because that's not my ego so right yeah 
No, you, I know you started this conversation by thanking me for being number two on the list just so I could say, no, 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 you're number one. Right, right. <laughs> but but you're also number three, kid with the cape. Oh, that is, made time. Huh, I'm going to buy donuts for the staff here. Uh-huh. It's a uh, Number four. Uh-huh. Number four guy I'm familiar with, Burt Cast. I think that's Burt Kreischer's. Oh, Burt Kreischer, yeah. Man, I wish um, you would do more Instagram stories. <laughs> number five, Bob Saget's here for you. Oh, <clears throat> not heard that. So that's five. Right. Number six is This American Life. Wow. Right. So interesting algorithm going on here. <clears throat> Knows what's up. So we both, both of us made top four of that. Right. I mean, it's almost like we a, did like a trifecta. It, it is. It's like we took gold, silver, and bronze at the same time. We shared the same podium in each spot. It almost wouldn't be fair uh, if we created another podcast that reca- recapped the other three podcasts. <laughs> you know, where it's just basically just highlights. You know, you get, we'll hire like Mario Lopez with, you know, somebody like that uh, that will just read and you know, really light fluff it and just kind of talk about the things that we talked about. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The highlight show. I'm down with that. Um, as long as we don't have to do any extra work, like it's just like recorded stuff that we've already recorded. And he goes, Oh, in case you missed it last week on kid with a Cape. And then a little bit of that. Yeah. And then it goes also, uh, on country ish, a little bit of that. Right. Yeah. That's how you have to do it. I'm not doing any more work, but none of those, you know, None, none of the, those people that had all that internet content, none of them are doing any of that. They have like people. I just don't, I don't have people because listen, I'm not into people and there's a whole Corona thing going on. When's the next time you're performing, by the way? Do you have, um, are you set to go anywhere? Yeah. Washington, DC, DC loft, July 23, 24, 25. That's two weeks away. Uh, two weeks away. I mean, it'll probably be totally locked down by then. You know, it's just, a, it, it comes and goes, it peaks and it valleys. Uh, yeah, who knows what's going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, what, you know, what's coming up this weekend is July the 4th. What are you doing for the 4th? I have zero. I don't think I have plans. I, uh, I mean, you're out there in the country. Is it legal to do fireworks where you're yeah, at? Yeah, there's, there's fireworks everywhere, but uh, I don't know. No, nothing shut down. So I think you could lake it up. A little um and i know everybody who's on lakes but no it's not like any every anybody i know is having a pontoon boat party where there's people or mm-hmm. i'm just not invited that could be a thing um <laughs> i was right. wanted to rent i've been obsessed with the like these renter uh these uh cabin what am i saying these van campers right so it's not as big as a van like camper it's like a van. Mm-hmm. This sounds totally creepy, but in that van is a bed, a sink, a little hot stove. They're, like, it's this company, but the problem is the company just paints all over it that it's a rental camper van. And and that's what that's the only thing keeping me from not using that company is they spray what you're doing all over it. I, I guess it's good marketing, but it bugs me. Cause that's just, interesting. I... Yeah, I've seen the vans. I've seen like that's the, that's a whole new culture kind of thing going on. People are doing that, 
but I didn't know it was a business that one company just lets you rent them. Yeah. For a weekend. Yeah. It's like void. it says, but it says, so you just look at it and it screams that person just rented that. Like you're asking if you're going to go off the mm. grid and you're going to hide in a van and drive around. The yeah. world, you don't want big signage like that. No, that takes that takes all the cool points away because the cool thing about living in a van like that for a weekend is that you did it yourself. Like, look what I did to this van. I rebuilt it. I made this cool sink in here. Yeah. Not like, oh, I have money and I can rent it and be like you guys. I mean, that's that, that takes the cool points away. Yeah, or make it like a, a service van that has a fake company on the side. I think that would be good. You know, and then you just drive drive around like then. So nobody will kind of look up and then not give you a second look. You know, now that's very spotty. Because I I, I, I tweeted the other day. uh, Because every commercial I see on TV now is for tactical something. Right. Tactical Mm -hmm. sunglasses, tactical shaver. I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) And the tactical flashlight and and the commercials bug me like they just. They're so guys with like military haircuts, but it's so pandering. And you know, it's not t- like the word tactical. So I tweeted something like, I want to wait till the t- tactical nail clippers come. And then Brad <laughs> Williams, Brad Williams, uh, I think he's funny, Brad on Twitter, uh, tweeted uh, that he just got the tactical shower curtains because it's the shower curtains <laughs> that the Navy SEALs use. So I, I just thought that that would be funny if you had a van that's a tactical shower curtains and it's just right. installation and you just drive around with the word tactical. In I, front I of know it. I know exactly the commercials you're talking about. And what bugs me about that too is that the guy says his name like we're supposed to know who he is. He's like, hey, everybody, Ron, Ron Ronald here from uh, blah, 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 blah. You're like, uh, who? Or, why? I don't know you. Like, when you watch a commercial and it's an actor, and they don't, they don't say so-and-so here. Like, apparently this guy is famous for something else, and I just don't know what it is. He, he must be a military guy because there's one guy that is in tactical. He has tactical or ops. Maybe he says ops glasses. Right. Uh, you know, so that way you can look, see like a hawk. And then there's a computer and you can't see anything on the computer, but when you put the glasses on, you see the American Eagle. Um, that <laughs> yeah, guy was one a flashlight that, that falls into a brick of ice. It still works if it's frozen. Yeah, the one guy is a military he- hero. I think he was a guy who was at Benghazi, uh, or I can't. <laughs> you, I, I just thought of Nate. Nate yeah, I said Nate. Um, as I'm choking. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so he he was one. The other guy, the guy that you're thinking of, had to be a military guy, or why would they make him? But he's like, he's got this little shaver, and he's like, and I'm about to do something that I never do, shave. And then he's (laughs) shaving, and then you just look at the face. You're like, you have all the HD makeup on. You shaved right before the commercial. Like, I like see it. Look at. Give me some tactical eyelash extenders. You know, think of something very feminine and put tactical on it. That's what we need. I would get I like tactical that. Eye because tactical eyelash extenders would probably cut cable. You know, you can make a case. And then if you if, like, yeah. if, if you go tactical toenail clippers and to say it's and it's made with the world's greatest titanium, it's the same stuff that Wolverine has on his nails. <laughs> uh, 
Wait, wait. Now I'm curious. Get what these, is the word tacti tacti <laughs> these tactical nail clippers. They Navy SEALs. But um, and, but then <laughs> if you did then dip them. Here's our here's our sell. Maybe we sell this as a product. If you dip the nail clippers, the tactical nail clippers, into CBD oil, so then oh. the clippers soaked in CBD oil, and then had antifungal um, essential oils also on uh, it. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, how about microbial biotics that go into your stomach to uh, counteract? You know, that's another one, the uh, probiotics. It's got probiotics in it as well. <laughs> yeah, so every time you clip it, it's got probiotics. And then <laughs> it will also come with um, tactical sleep gummies will come with it. So that way you get oh, like a really good night's rest after you clip your nails. Yeah. Remember when it was Swiss Army had the, had a corner in the market for that kind of stuff? Like the Swiss Army was like apparently really uh, efficient with space and their weapons. Uh, you know, with the Swiss Army knife, you had like toenail clippers, you had scissors. What? When did the Swiss Army sort of give up that market and just let let tactical take over? I don't. Well, I mean, the Swiss. Two different things. I don't. No, I don't know what tactical means. Well, tactical is obviously like like. Uh, military you know i'm tactically trained like how to i don't even know what the definition is i just hear it and think right. badass right i right. mean they have they have tactical shoelaces that are kevlar shoelaces <laughs> that that you can if you get bound and tied by the wrist you can undo your shoelaces and then use the shoelaces to cut through um but just the word All I, right, look i think it's very just, guy over 35 you know mm -hmm. like where you really i don't, got it i looked it up i looked yeah. it up uh, it's an adjective um, it's relating to or cons constituting actions carefully planned to gain a specific military end. So it's an, it's an adjective. It's not a thing. It just means, uh, you know, something that's carefully planned to gain a military end. Okay. So how are shoelaces? Oh, so I guess you could take the shoe tactical shoelaces out. And then choke somebody with them from yeah. behind, or, or cut yourself. Yeah, or I bet you, if you were to type, um, and, and if you type, let me know. Try tactical waterproof backpack. I bet you, if you were to oh. type that, that it would immediately pop up. You know, yeah. and you could probably find the backpack that you want. Although, back to that conversation, I keep just thinking igloo, igloo cooler with straps on it. But you just wanted like a pouch. Because they have uh, really cool yeah, things that you can put your wallet, your cell phone, your keys in a little yeah. like container and then hook it up to you and it floats and the water gets in it. But you want to have that and vodka and and uh, Bartles and James and everything <laughs> in your cooler. Of course. Yeah, I don't want the hard shell igloo thing. I want a soft backpack feel that is waterproof, that is also insulated, that will keep things cold if I put ice or, you know, one of those frozen brick type things in there, along with whatever drinks I want to keep cold. But on the outside pockets that are also waterproof for like a cell phone or a camera or whatever, keys. Um, and this had all of that, except the zipper was weird and it didn't have the handle on top. So 
yeah, uh, that's my that's my fault. But I did get my money back at Kohl's. It wasn't tactical. Um, well, it the, wasn't even practical. Well, the, that's another thing. They, they, when you return something like that, they should go. Do you want tactical cash? And then you go, well, what's what's that? And they go, well, this is cash that goes towards anything tactical that we have. And then you're like, well, what type of tactical things you have? And then they would just have a list and you would go, well, yeah, I would like you to transfer that. Like, is there, yeah. a, may, maybe is that, maybe there's a weight loss thing where it's, it's tactical tummy tightening. Oh yeah. Tactic, See, that's okay. Tactical, now you're onto something. Tactical tummy tightening. And what you do is you get tack points that you can use to, to help fight burn the fat. On your stomach. Right. It sounds way more manly. So anything that is healthy for a guy, but might sound feminine, just put tactical on it. And yeah. maybe that'll help us. Like if they were tactical yoga, you know what I mean? Like I know I need to stretch more and I should probably do yoga, but if they were tactical, tactical stretching, they didn't even put yoga in there. Like this is tactical stretching. Uh, you know, I would do that. Oh yeah, any word would. I mean, if if you saw, you know, hey hey John, I'm going to a, a seminar this weekend. Where, where are you going, John Heffern? Oh, uh, they have a tactical ballet class, <laughs> right? That you just learn like ballet moves that can be used in different situations. So it's so situational awareness yeah. as you're spinning around, and you're it's it's they just show you how to do a a, a pirouette. I don't. How do you say the word? Pirouette. Uh, that's. I think it's pirouette, but it, I mean, that might be just me being from the south and saying it different than you. I well, I can't even say it, but do a tactical one, which kind of shows yeah. you how to you do it, and then you kick the person. So if there is a tactical ballet class, I yeah. I mean, I, you would interest more people than normal. Yeah, I would do. I'm so I'm so down for anything tactical at this point. Um, although I don't want to do a military like. Uh, backpack cooler. I don't want it to be camouflage. Um, I would like a uh, maybe like a blue or a, a, a white, some sort of light color, but not camouflage in case I can't find it. You know, I need to find my cooler. And I also think there's something, and this might just be a bugaboo of me. You, you know what stolen valor is, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what you see people out that are wearing military gear and they're not even in the military. Right. right. Um, and I've seen guys, you know, like uh, military guys in airports with the full on camouflage uniform and they've got camouflage backpacks. Now, if I were to have a camouflage backpack, is that stolen valor? I didn't earn that. Yeah. There's somebody, if you want, if you want to be a poser or a wannabe and you've not like there's stuff that I always thought that was cool. I had a, uh, a backpack that my brother-in-law got me. He was, uh, well, he was in like Kosovo, Iraq and Afghanistan, but he got me this cool bug, like this ta this bag that he uses. And when I would use that at the airport, I would have a random person go, were you in the, ser did you serve? Only because it looked like you couldn't get it at, uh, you know, I'm sure you can uh -huh. buy this stuff anywhere. And then it, he even had my name Heffron just put on the back. And I stopped oh, the, the bags just down in my bag. Like, I'll never use it just because people, then I have to explain no. 
And so I don't mm-hmm. even want to come off as a, you know, poser like that. Although my buddy Kevin Lewis, uh, who we actually talk about situation awareness because he was in the service and stuff on my podcast, Kid with a Cape. He always says you shouldn't have anything that looks military on you anyway. Like not mm-hmm. one of those backpacks, not anything right. with the word tactical, because if you're a bad guy and you know anything about it, then you can read the room and you know what person probably maybe has a gun in their fanny pack. What person, you know, there's clothing like I, I subscribe mm-hmm. to all of the, uh, the you know, 5.11 clothing is awesome. It's all basically downrange tactical clothes. And I see enough mm-hmm. of those catalogs that I can see that shirt or that jacket to know, oh, that's the concealed weapon windbreaker 2020 wow. lineup. Like you can kind of tell. <clears throat> so he always, yeah. all his stuff is literally like Dora the Explorer or, you know, stuff that just <laughs> not doesn't look. You know, it doesn't look crazy. But here's the here's what I'm hearing from you. And in every every business person I hear see that they were out um and they found something they didn't like and they created a company. Or at least that's what it seems like. When I listen to any news on satellite, the commercial is always hey, I'm John Heffern and I was wearing underwear and I got sick of wedgies. So I decided to create and all these people just have one bad experience with a. I I was sick of the way my pillow when my wife put pillows in between us when she was pissed, but she said it was. Yeah. So I created the the wife right. wall pillow system. <laughs> right, like so. Right. Yeah, so, dude, I bet you got billions. So did you know? Side note, um, in 1992 ish, I think it was my first Comedy Central special. And I used to have bits in my act where I would say something, whatever the problem was, and then I would go, so I started a company. And then I would say I would create a company that would be whatever. And this was 1992. And my companies back then, anyway, I don't even remember. Every one fake company that I made up on my special is a legit company now. Wow. Like like one was, and I, I don't even remember how the bit goes. I, uh, I go, I wish uh, there was a breakup company so you wouldn't have to do it. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, you know, a guy at a clipboard and a hat shows up and he's like, hey, listen, it's not you, it's him. Can you sign right here, please? Like, that was the kind of the joke or something. <laughs> but now there's yeah, those yeah. services. Then I had one that I wish they uh, I want to start a company that makes a mattress where you can stick your arm underneath the person so that way your one arm doesn't fall asleep. And then when you're done and yeah. you want, and you want to leave or get home if it was a one night stand you'd slowly right. take your arm out or that was yeah. that was the premise of the, the bit so I, and i would have names for them i had a, a cologne that made you keep in mind this is me being 20 different but a cologne that made you <laughs> smell married cuz my premise was married guys get hit on more than single guys so this uh, cologne uh, okay. it was called taken uh, and <laughs> the cologne made you smell like, I think, keep in mind, I was 20 something. They're like, you had a minivan taken. Um, but that mattress well, thing, you know, like freshly baked cookies, yeah. you know, like your wife made the cookies or yeah, something the, or yeah. But the mattress thing exists like everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, so you should I create your that, own backpack is what I'm saying. Well, I've got two things I want to create. Um, 
I want to create the backpack. Although I think the backpack exists. Uh, I just didn't get the right one because I was dumb and went for the most expensive. But what I want to create is a perfect love seat reclining combo furniture. Okay. Because what I want does not exist. Okay, Someone needs to. Yeah. So here's what I want. I want a love seat. Okay. So it's this, this will seat two people. Okay. Now the idea for a love seat, right. Is that you can snuggle up to someone in the love seat. That's why it's called a love seat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. there's no armrest in between. It's a chair that holds two people and you can lay on each other if you so choose. Yeah, it's not it's never it's never really been called the I, I don't know where we are as a couple right now. <laughs> right. So so I want a love seat that when you're together with your significant other, there's no armrest in between you, you can lay on each other. But when you're not with that other person, maybe they're, you know, upstairs sleeping. You can put the armrest down, and now it is simply a recliner just for you, but and that it can also recline, it can rock, and I want in the other armrest, I want the uh, collapsible sort of like folding uh, table that like like an airplane would have, that you could even bring that out and have food right there and eat that for when you're just going to pig out and watch. TV in your recliner and, you know, just be by yourself. But then when she comes back down, fold it all back up, put the thing up, you got a love seat. That does not exist. Are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, I've tried. Not not what I'm looking for. Because none of them have the... Uh, so here's the uh, thing. What table. what if what if you, you create a business, you start a company where you modify love seats? You know how they have all those, those car people that you bring in a car and you put the John Reap modification to it? And you add, yeah. you add, you have an upholstery guy, and, you, and then the whole show is what we're doing here is they want a love seat because, uh, because well, that sounds too feminine. Lo- love seat, I gotta make it tactical somehow. The, we gotta the, put tactical in the love seat. I would just call it the tactical TV watching. T- yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> too much. But uh, are you sure that the I know the armrest armrest thing would come up exists. I don't I don't know if I've seen that TV tray. Now most love seats that you're thinking of, well the the dual recliner situations have like a permanent armrest in between you that right. you cannot lift up. So think of the that perfect reclining, the dual reclining thing. I like those, but I I don't like that you can't lift it up and snuggle with with your girlfriend. So that's that's what I'm looking for. I don't yeah. I, I don't think it exists. Not what I was looking for. Um it might now. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know what else you need is that left arm, right? Where your TV tray comes up. You have, you have somehow refrigerate that, just that mm. arm. And then you, you could put, uh, beverages just in the yes. arm of the chair. If the whole goal is we never have to get up from that chair. Yes. We, we could maybe hook up some sort of catheter. Um, and then you can, your yeah, like that's a thing. And then the, uh, you're right. Right. Cause technically how do you sit on, on love? I think this is the normal way people sit on, on love seats. And I, I could be wrong, but, uh, right. The guy is mostly would be sitting up girl in spoon position, head kind of on, on lapish watching yeah. that way. Not, do you ever do that vice versa? 
Well, sometimes they like to put their feet on you too. So it could go the other way where her head's on the other armrest and her feet are sort of like on your lap or trying to get under your, under your legs to keep her toes warm. Yeah. So I think that center thing where you're right is that somehow should be adjustable where then, then she can put her head. So she's not on you, but in the same place in, in risen a little. So you're not taking any of the weight or there should be on that same handle. I'm going to have the 3D images, a maybe foot type poncho thing where you, it turns and, and their feet go into this almost like mm. little pre-made socks or pre-made <laughs> little blanket mm-hmm. that goes. So it goes, their wow. feet go in that and then goes underneath you. I like it. Um, see, those, those things don't exist. We have to create them ourselves. And that, but the commercial would be like this. Hi, I'm John Reap and I'm John Heffron. I was tired of being in a recliner that with my girlfriend and wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like we would have to do the commercial, like you were saying about the underwear and the, and all that. I wonder, stuff. wait, uh, I don't even know if you can hear this. I know. No, that's not going to work. Yeah, I can hear it. Okay. So let me try to. Hey, I'm John Heffron. And I'm John Reap. Are you tired of trying to <laughs> yeah. go ahead? I sick of sitting on your love seat and having your girl stick her toes underneath your butt to keep them closed, or her head right at your crotch, driving into your hip bone. And sure, you slowly crush her hair, hoping that she turns inward, but she doesn't. Now you're stuck watching TV. Well, me and John had the same problem. Then that's when we created the tactical love seat. Tactical love seat. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, right. But it can't, it can't be camouflage. That would be stolen valor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be that. Right. Ta- yeah. So, huh. Maybe that's the thing me and you should do. We should, we should, uh, I got a couple ideas for, for the Heffern Reap show. Uh, I've been working on it. Uh, I keep waiting for elves to do it, uh, when I wake up, but I have a good mailing list idea that people can sign up for. But maybe some of these ideas we hatch and then we get people to want to do that. I have, so I think maybe this whole quarantine has just made me think of other things I want to do, not want to do, but like uh, multiple streams of income. Because I think if anything taught us, if you're in our profession, right, where you had one big stream of income, right, that you never thought would go away. Right, you thought I'm mm-hmm. on, I'm John Reap. I'm gonna perform every other weekend, sometimes more, yep. sometimes less. But I'm always just gonna go to a comedy club, and that's how that's how I eat. And then that's all suddenly gone. And it could be gone to 2021, by the way. Right, right. right? Like we never thought four months ago, but now things are starting to get close. So there is a little bit. I I have waves of doomsday e, and then like positive outlook. I have both mm-hmm. like every day now yeah. I'm like, Oh, well I'll start be working in August for sure. And then you see California shutting down again. You're like, Oh, okay. How about October? And you're like, what the what? Right. Right. Um, right. So yeah, that it's... just makes me think of extra. Th- so out of just hustle, you start thinking, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to do this and this and this the other day. And I had a point to this. I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to catch my mouth up to my brain is I was with my girlfriend and we were watching, we somehow, we like candles. And then I somehow watched, we jumped to YouTube videos of how to make candles. 
Oh, right. Okay. So I have all these candles around the house that are like 20 bucks a, a piece. So then I went online and I looked to see how much wax is and how much the wicks are and how do you even make the candles. And my $20 candles are like $1.50. I can bang these out. So they're, they have full kits that you can make. So then I thought, I'm going to make candles. I'm, I, okay. I, have, I have a whole kitchen in this basement of, of this house that is not used. It's just, it's just a kitchen that happens to be like if I wanted to rent the basement out as an apartment. So I'm like, I'll use that as my laboratory. Yeah. So then I'm sitting in your bed going, I want uh, somebody had a bowl on one of the channels. It was a bowl and they put candle wax in it. And I'm like, I want to do a candle that looks like a cereal bowl that looks like it has old cereal in it, but it's a candle. And I got so, oh, exci- I got so excited. Yeah, about that little, idea. Like floating pieces of like fruit loops instead of a white wax. So it looks yeah. like it's milk. So I got so excited. I'm like, this is going to be genius. I'm going to make the, this, these cereal candles. And my fans will think it's funny. They'll buy it from me. And then I always do the thing that I hate doing, where then you Google the idea that you have. Right? You're like, just don't tell me. You know? So I went to the SD or whatever it's called. I'm like, oh, I'm going to type cereal candles. And then, sure enough, 8 billion, like, (laughs) like cereal bowl candles popped up right i mean that candle industry is huge um but people but it's all from what i've learned it's literally out. all it is is the sticker that's on the candle is the only difference right because when you see it everybody's getting the wax from the same people and then you just determine what kind of wick you want like it's not i, I think it's the item you get the 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 thing in so then I was like, well, I'm going to do dirty dishes candles and I'm just going to make it look like somebody y- ate a SpaghettiOs. Doesn't have to be cereal. Oh. You know, just like every, if you have a teenager, whatever would be sitting yeah, next to their like a, laptop. Like a jokey gag like, gift. Like a, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll do one of, if you smelled your breath in the mask lately, like maybe I'll do a candle that just smells. Yeah. Like uh, or attack. Yeah. I haven't used candles in a long time. Oh, it's, um, a, it's a vibe. You should. I, I haven't really either, but it's now my new thing. Because, which one's that? What do you got oh, there? What's this that is smell? one of those. Oh, my favorite is Amber and Driftwood, but this one is, um, I don't even know what this is. It smells. Cinnamon. John, what if you made a, what if you made like a tactical candle somehow that could also be practical, tactical candles? All right, so it's like you're going to need a stick of deodorant, um, but maybe there's a wick in the middle of the deodorant, and if you're tired of using it as deodorant, you just light it up, and then it's a candle. Or so what about like a, somehow if you stick your fingers in there and you run it through, then you have gel. Right. You, you oh, have, it does, yeah, the wax does other things. You put wax. So maybe it's a, maybe this is a whole new candle industry that you're creating. It's not wax candles anymore. It's some other substance. That can be used for other things, maybe, not wax. Maybe, maybe we should do that. Let's. Uh, maybe I'll put out a heifer reap candle. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to start. I don't. Oh, I, I mean, I yeah, got, I'm I got it. a lot of. I, I have a lot of mason jars. See, that's know, just like laying a, around. That's a, a perfect. <laughs> that's the perfect container for them. Like that's right. what a lot of old mason jars. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I, I want mine to look like a jar of pickles. Um, I'm on a pickle thing lately. I love pickles. So, but that'll make you hungry. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll I don't get the ones that smell like food. Uh, there's, there's a whole thing where you could get a candle that smells like Kentucky fried chicken. Have you heard of this one? I would get that one. No, it wasn't a candle. It was a, it was a log that you burn in the fireplace. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think there's something I think, uh, I'm, Maybe that's again. I know this podcast is new and it's going to evolve, but um, I think we do that. I think our whole we do this the way we've been doing it, but I think we create some things, some random things, and let people help us, and then we I think we, we turn into a whole industry. You know what I mean? You know what bugs me? It's like I I live in Hickory, North Carolina. We were at one time the furniture capital of the world. I've got to know somebody in this town who can make this tactical love seat we're talking about. For you, because the, the problem with that one is if we make a $4 candle, we can ship that to people. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Unless we make this tactical love seat and then you, you know, on your, your country-ish, your, you know, you put it on there and then you, you Patreon that and you just give that to a big Patreon user. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. But I right, bought right, candles right. for gifts. Like I bought a candle this past Christmas that was my Hallmark Christmas movie watching candle. Is this what it was? And it's just, it was it's all about the label. It has nothing to do with the the actual candle. It's the label. Oh. It's <laughs> like the we can literally make the Heffern and Reap podcast listening candle, and people uh, wait. All right, so look, Yankee Yankee Candle's a big company, right? By the way, is that good? Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not a Yankee. I'm from the South. How come there's not like a Dixie Candle? Because you would be be canceled if there was a Dixie Candle. (laughs) For like the chicks. So you're lucky you didn't buy that label. (laughs) Uh, Right. Okay, Southern Candle. Um... There's something. Wait, isn't Yankee like a slang term? I isn't well, that bad? who knows now? Well, Yankee, right? So you had Yankees would be the like, north. Are they going to have to change the name of the New York Yankees? Wait, because you're it's a Yankee. Like when you're down south, I, I remember you know even recently performing in Georgia, where some guy just why I'm talking just goes, "I'm done listening to this Yankee bullshit." Like he just yelled that. <laughs> Right for right. for no reason at all. Right, but, right. But so I, anybody from the north is a Yankee if you come down south, and we don't say Yankee as a term of endearment. It's like an insult. So I don't understand why that's acceptable uh, to have a baseball team named after a slur. It is a slur, but it's uh that's an interesting question. <laughs> I just spun that. I just spun that shit around. <laughs> I'm going to put that on Twitter right now. Yeah, right now, everybody west of Tennessee. When does that start? I guess Tennessee, right? You're a Yankee above Tennessee, but only... Oh, in, yeah, above Tennessee. But the, but not, if you go too far west, then you're just middle of America. So it's like middle of America and then that northeast corner, that's all Yankees. Not Yeah, not the Carolinas or anything. Nope. So, so it stops nope. So up to Pennsylvania? Uh, above West Virginia. Okay. Yeah, Pennsylvania would count. Oh, wow. Um, anything like right of West of, of West Virginia and Pennsylvania. So 
So we're talking New York, New Jersey, New Hampshire, you know, Maine, Connecticut, Rhode Island. All that's Yankee. That's Yankee territory. Hmm. I'm, Interesting. I'm impressed with your uh, your geographic Geogra- knowledge. Well, you know, you probably have it too. We've been in every state in the country doing stand-up comedy. I know, right? I, uh, Haven't you? Uh, all yes, yes, hundred yeah, percent. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I don't think I've ever performed in New Hampshire. Mm, I did a college there called Amherst. Oh, you know what? I've performed up there. Yeah, I, yes, for, I, for, I forgot about the college era of my life. You just gotta think of colleges, and then, yep, you've done it all. Yep. So I'm know. talking like Pennsylvania. I'm talking Maryland, Philadelphia, Connecticut, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. All of that. Those are all. That's all Yankee territory. Ohio. That's on the fence, like the right side of Ohio, um, but not Virginia, or not West Virginia. So yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yankee Candle <laughs> is racist. I said it. Are you going to put it on? I'm curious to see. If you post that on Instagram and you just show a picture of the candle, people will, will respond, I like that candle. That's my favorite. They're not worth the money. You'll get that. If you post it on Twitter, that's where you're going to get the most heat. And then uh-huh. Facebook, um, you'll get Gary see, Can- I can't You'll get Gary Cannon saying something. I can't pretend to be offended by Yankee Candle because I'm a Southerner. This has to come from someone who's a Yankee and is pretending to be offended by the term Yankee. You know what I'm saying? Like someone from that that northeast corner has to originate this tweet. Yeah, but it sounds silly. It sounds silly like when people complain about the word cracker. You know, right? Like people go, "Oh, so they can people can call cracker," and I'm feeling like, "Yeah, there's not." Yeah, no, it's the history behind the word cracker. Right. It's Richard right. Pryor yeah. saying it on a special. Like it's yeah. It's Uh-oh. yeah. All right. Well All maybe right. maybe having a candle. <laughs> maybe that's not our demo. Or is it? I love feedback. Maybe I if, if, maybe if I oh, I had to think. Yeah, like Dixie Chicks changed their name. So what Dixie hey. Cups? Like does everything Oh, I didn't think about Dixie Cups. And there's a Dixie cookie as well. Then there's oh, a, anything with oh, there's, there's paper plates that are called Dixie plates. When Dixie, yeah, Dixie cups, the whole product. When Dixie, <gasps> right? Oh, think of that. When Dixie, it's got the word "when" in it, and they lost. It should be lost Dixie, right? So I don't know, man. Or uh, when Yankee, Yankee win. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'll look into the the tactical candle, uh, whatever. Okay. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll can. put the feelers off the uh, tactical love seat here in Hickory. Yeah, you do that. I have a feeling the candles are going to be easier made. Um, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, when's your striper uh, guy interview coming out on country ish? That's going to be before? July, July the 10th. That'll be like episode 32, I believe. Um, yeah, that went pretty good. He's a good guy. Interesting story. There's a there's a great story about a uh, a fake eyeball that came up came on stage one time when he was singing, performing. So you gotta at least tune in for that story. It's crazy. Were they Christian rock singers the whole time, or did they switch? Uh, 
Yeah, pretty much. He he was always he was born and raised in a musical family, and then somewhere like he loved all kinds of music, um, but metal just took off for him. But to him and his brother basically started it, um, and they were, as far as I could tell, I mean, he didn't really get, get to, too detailed in the what he said. Music came first. My question was, what what came first for you, music or the message? And he goes, oh, it was music. Um, so. I'm guessing that came later in life. Not 100% sure how old he yeah. was when that happened. Yeah, they just yeah. found, they go, we want to sing, and then you just find what rhythm you get into. Like, who's that country singer, the Australian guy? The Australian country singer? Yeah. Oh, um, oh gosh. Day yeah, he married what's-the-face? Uh, yeah, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, days yeah. go by. What's, um... I know you're talking about. I forgot his Kenny, name. We can't leave. I can't leave without thinking. Well, Kenny, that's not Kenny Chesney. Not Kenny Chesney. No. It's, um. Hey, I got you. Talk about your website. Um, Everybody, you can text the word John, J-O-H-N, to the number 90210. You'll get links to everything. If you're on Amazon. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. If you're on Amazon buying random things, why don't you check out John Heffern, the holding deal. Keith Urban, I know for a fact, like, he was... Just he was trying to be a rock guy, then he tried to be a new wave guy, and he tried to, and then he found a country song and then just flipped it. It was like, hey, I'm country. So I could see where that happened if you're a group and you're trying to figure it out and you're like, Let's just be Christian dudes. No, but Striper rocks. Any 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 other metal band that will tell you like their guitar playing and their the way they sing and everything is as good as anybody else. Right. It's just the lyrics are different. Are positive, right? To- totally different than Slayer, who sings about right. the devil. Right, they're right. doing the exact opposite of that. Well, I'm gonna go listen to them right now. I'm kind of curious. All right, check you, it out. You good luck with your backpack this weekend. If I don't talk to you, make sure the zipper's closed. Thank you, buddy. Um, I'll send you updates. Um, yeah. Check me out at johnreap.com or countryishpodcast.com. And uh, rate, how about you rate and review and subscribe to this podcast, Heffern and Reap? Yeah. It's been a minute since we've been out there, so we need some new reviews and some new ratings. Go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and a, and a nice little review. Why don't you? Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know.